the Rise and Transform podcast, formerly known as Tiny Lock Show. So I recently changed the name because the way that my life is set up right now and the journey that I, that I am on, I am rising above all things that does not serve me and I am transforming or manifesting the woman that I want to become. So I had to begin to make some changes in my life. I had to begin to make some changes to my mindset because I want to see my life, the rest of my life. I want to live it differently than what I have been living. So if you're asking the question, how do I change my life? I give you some ways to do that in this episode, um, but you can go and Google um, that same question. Or you can YouTube it or you can TikTok it, whatever you want to do, um, and you can just make it your own. But I give you five ways to do that here. It's five, it's five things that I'm actually doing in my life today to make that change uh, or to make those changes. But there are also some other things that I'm doing as well, right? So, but if you're asking that question, that means that you are really ready for a change. You're ready to get out of the situation that you're in. You're ready to become a better person, a better woman or man if you're listening. And you're just ready for your life to be better than what it is now. So I can tell you this for sure, that we are surrounded by change all the time. Wherever we look, there's change. Change in business, change in jobs, change in children, change in spouse, change in self. We're all surrounded by change. And it is one thing that has the most dramatic impact on our lives. There's no avoiding it. Absolutely no avoiding it. Because if you do, it will find you anyway. And it will challenge you and it will force you to reconsider how you live your life. So if you live your life in a way that you know is not serving you to, to your highest self, then then there's there are probably some things that you need to begin to change about yourself and your mindset. And it actually starts within the mind. You have to be ready uh, in order to really make the commitment to change because it's not easy. It takes practice over and over and over again. You don't just get good at change doing something one time. So change is... Um, change is what is what we need right so change can come into our lives as a result of a crisis a choice or a chance in any situation we're all faced with having to make a choice do we make the change or not it's up to you i'm giving you five ways to do that you can also you know google it or whatever but if you're asking the question how do i change my life then you are ready to change your life so go and manifest that big thing girl So today I'm going to be talking about five things that I'm doing in my life today to change my life, to have the life that I want. So this is not easy. It takes practice. It's not going to change with just doing it one time. I have to constantly implement these changes into my life so that I can see my life begin to change. So I'm going to try not to make this episode too long because your girl can go on and on, especially when I love talking about the thing, talking about things like this, changing your life, manifesting things, God, spirituality, all that stuff. I can talk forever in a day on those things, but I'm going to give you five quick things that I'm going to bring about changing my life. So one of them is, or the first thing is understanding and, and accepting that everything is happening. Everything that's happening in your life is happening for you and not to you. I had to understand this when I was going through the process of in vitro fertilization. So my husband and I tried to have kids on our own, you know, by having just, you know, sex and that kind of stuff, but it didn't happen. So we realized a year later that we needed to have have some help. But before we, you know, had the in vitro fertilization, um, anytime that I would have talks with someone about 
children and someone asking me if I want to be a mother, how many kids I want, sex that I of children that I want. My only thing that I ever really said was I want twins. I never said I wanted a boy or girl, two boys, two girls. I just said I want twins. I want healthy twins. That's what I want. I've been saying this since I was a teenager. Um, and so when we couldn't get pregnant on our own, we had to go and have in vitro fertilization. Anybody who's been through this process, who knows someone who's been through this process or experiencing this process process right now, you know that it is it is hard and it's a 50-50 chance that you can get pregnant. It's not um it's not something that's you know like a definite, right? It's a 50-50 chance. So I had to learn this, um I had to learn um, that things happen for me instead of to me the hard way. So when we had our first um, embryo, embryo implantation, I didn't get pregnant. That was very hard for me. I remember receiving a phone call when I was at work and I bust out crying. I had to, I was in the middle of a client and I was doing this client's hair and I, I had to get somebody else to come do it because I didn't have the strength to stand up there and finish this client's hair. So I left, I went home, I cried to my husband. I was telling him that I don't want to do this again because it's too hard. It's too, it's just too much. It's an emotional roller coaster. I'm tired of going to the doctor three times a week. I'm tired of sticking myself with needles um, in my butt or my thigh, my stomach. I'm just tired of it. It's just too much. I have been doing this for almost, I think, a whole year, I believe. And so eventually, um, because my 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 because I wanted kids really bad, we decided to try this again. So the second time... I did get pregnant, and I got pregnant with twins. So everything was good, you know, had my babies. They're now, uh, the twins are now 15. They'll be 16 next month. So I had a great pregnancy, a successful pregnancy. But some years ago, I started reflecting on that journey that I was on, um, you know, going through the process of having the babies and um, going through the process of the um, the embryos or the implant not taken and how distraught that was for me. And so I just started thinking um, about that journey and and how, you know, me not getting pregnant the first time, it wasn't happening to me, it was happening for me. And the reason why I say that is because I truly believe and feel in my heart that I didn't get pregnant the first time because it wasn't what I asked God for. I continually ask God for twins. I continually, I continue to manifest twins. And so I've never, ever said not one time before getting pregnant or before you know, having a baby that I, I wanted just a kid. I wanted twins. And so I didn't realize it at that time that it wasn't happening, you know, for me. I felt like it was happening to me that God was trying to punish me for something that, you know, I needed to pay for a sin or something like that. But when I realized it years later that it was happening for me, and it did because I actually got what I wanted. God gave me what I actually been asking him for, healthy twins. That's what I have. Now, I did get pregnant uh, a year later on our own without the help of in vitro fertilization. But I also, in that process, I had faith, even though, you know, a little, I mean, after we didn't get pregnant, I lost a little of my faith, um, but I didn't lose hope. And so I um, I stayed the course, got pregnant, but I had, that was, that was a moment in my life where I learned that it was happening you know, for me and not to me. So if you're asking God for something or if you're praying for something, you're having faith in something, you're trying to manifest something and you're not getting it and the opposite is seem, seem like it's happening, maybe it's because God is wanting to give you something better. I mean, it's because God is trying to give you what you really asked him for years later. 
So sometimes we have to change our mindset and change our perspective on the way that we think about things and I'll not always get in our feelings about, you know, I'm hurting, this happened to me. I understand it. I'm not saying don't, I'm not saying don't feel those feelings because you do, you have to sit in those moments and you have to soak up those moments. That's how we learn to educate our emotions when we begin to, you know, sit in our feelings when they don't, when it doesn't feel good, but you don't stay there. You, you know, pick up yourself and you keep moving and you keep trying and you keep trying. But again, maybe you're not getting, or maybe you're not getting what you want right now. And maybe you feel like, you know, losing your job is happening to you and not for you. But what about, you know, that time that you asked God, you know, for more money on your job? What about that time, you know, you was talking to your friends, telling them that you really want to go and work this job in another city. And now you don't have that job anymore. Well, maybe it's because, you know, God is trying to give you what you want. He's going to take care of you. Even at the time of you losing your job, he's going to take care of you. He's going to make sure that you have the things that you need. He's going to, he's a, he's your source and you have to look and depend on him for your source. So he's going to take care of you in those moments, but just realize that it's not happening to you, but it's happening for you. So that is one of the things that I'm implementing in my life today to help change my life so that I can have the life that I want. The second thing is I'm investing in my personal and spiritual growth. So my personal growth, meaning that, um, I'm reading more books to help me develop in, into the person that I want to develop into. So I come from a place where, um, or a home, you know, when I was growing up where I've, I've, I didn't see any of this. I never seen personal growth. Everybody was stagnant. Everybody was just, just, just like zombies walking around. And so nobody never really, I didn't see anybody in my life wanting to go anywhere in their lives. And so back then, I didn't know what personal growth or spiritual growth really looked like. I just started learning these things some years ago. So my personal growth is that um, I'm reading more books to help educate my mind, to gain some knowledge, um, to, um, you know, to, again, just be a better person, right? I'm not going to stay here too long. My spiritual growth is um, to give more grace to people, um, to, you know, grow spiritually, to lean more into God when things in my life is happening that I don't understand and I'm trying to gain some sense and, and understanding of is to lean more into God um, on my spiritual growth, more prayer, more reading of the Bible, more reading books that is going to help me. I'm meditating and meditation can look different from it for everyone, everybody. Um, I walk, so that's meditation for me. That is the time that I can literally pray to God. I could, you know, ask of things. I could just be thankful and grateful for things in those moments. So meditation looks different for from every um looks different for everybody. Um so that's my spiritual growth and also just to you know get to know God a little bit more, that kind of stuff. And and even grow spiritually in the job that I'm doing as a hairstylist. You know, that is that is a spiritual um you know, area for me as well. So anything that you do, whether it's work, your business, your children, your life period, you can find ways to grow spiritually in that. So I'm investing into my spirit, my personal and my spiritual, spiritual growth. Another thing that I'm doing is I'm holding myself accountable, which means to be engaging in self-discipline to finish like maybe old things that I've done or old goals that I've started or new goals that I've started I need to hold myself accountable for those things. My husband can't do do those things for me. Um, 
friends can't do those things for me and it takes practice at first but it pays off in the long run I remember when I was training for a full marathon and I had to practice I had, or go in out and run um on my running days and I had to do some workouts and I had to do all of that and at times those things was really hard for me to do and I just wanted to give up of course I stayed the course and I ran the full marathon but it was hard but I couldn't hold my husband accountable for that like he could you know he was there to help you know push me on and to cheer me on and encourage me but it was up to me to hold myself accountable for those things um that I want that I wanted to accomplish so if you're trying to you know um accomplish something whether it be your health um whether it be um you know going back to school or starting a business or whatever the case may be uh, what is anything simple as you know getting up an hour early hour earlier during the morning time so that you can spend that time with God you have to hold yourself accountable for that and that is what I'm doing now I'm also like on a, a journey to better health and better fitness and sometimes it's really hard to get out the bed in the morning before it's time for me to go to to go to work to do those things but I, I have a vision on how I want my myself to look on how I want myself to feel there are some things that aches me in my body I know I have to do some things to change um, so that I can feel better so one of the things that I'm doing right now for myself is that I'm not drinking coke um, coca-cola or coffee that is hard for me because those are my two favorite drinks like that's why I get my most calories from I think I get more calories from drinking those two things than I do from food but I am um you know gonna leave that alone for a little while so that I can see a difference in my body and the way that I feel that's me holding myself accountable for those things yes I can tell my husband I can tell my friend or I can even you know get with a mentor somebody who is on track with doing what they're supposed to do and can give me wise advice and can help guide me to stay on on track and um to help me to apply those those things to my own daily routine or however I see it but it's still up to me to hold myself accountable uh, for the things and the goals and dreams that I want to accomplish so the next thing is learning how to embrace discomfort um, that is a big one because especially for introverts, I'm an introvert and learning how to embrace discomfort is hard because all I want to do is stay in my little bubble. I, my bubble is comfort, it's comfort there for me. So I can tell you that starting this podcast is something that I've always wanted to do. And I started it about two years ago, but I haven't been consistent with it because it is really hard for me, even though I feel like I have a lot to say, a lot to share because of the experiences I've, I've had in my life, um, but to do something like that is is uncomfortable for me, especially when I think about, you know, I want to take this to TikTok or YouTube and people, you know, get a chance to see me, you know, to like really see my face and hear me talk and, you know, that kind of stuff. I'm And I don't feel I'm better, way better than I was some time ago. But that feeling of not feeling confident or feeling enough or worthy enough of you know worrying about who's going to hear it who's going to listen to it if anybody's going to get something from it you know that kind of stuff that is like uncomfortable for me to even think about those kind of things so I'm learning how to be uh, I'm learning how to embrace discomfort so that I can open the doors or doors can be open to me uh, or opportunities can be open to me for things that I am manifesting and wanted to to do in my life and wanted to um, things I wanted to create in my life, such as, you know, maybe a book or 
um, meeting new people or networking and stuff like that. Learning how to embrace discomfort is not an easy thing. It takes time. So if you are, you know, wanting to put yourself out there, I hear that a lot. People always say, well, you got to put yourself out there if you want if you want to help other people, if you want to encourage and or inspire other people, or if you have a business and you want people to know that you're in business, you got to put yourself out there. But that's so uncomfortable for somebody like me. But what I have learned is that I have to get uncomfortable. And getting uncomfortable is me embracing the discomfort. And so I am doing that, you know, step by step. Is easy. I take a few breaths and I just go on and do it. And I, I do it and I don't think about it. I do something and I go on about my business. I don't think about it, but I am learning to um to do that so that I can um because we can't we can't just stay in our bubble and think that you know life is gonna happen for us the way that we want it to. It's gonna happen, but it's not gonna happen the way that we want it to happen if we just stay in our bubble and just be in our comfort zone. We can't do that. Your purpose, you can't even, um, you can't even uh, realize or 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 begin to work in your purpose if you are, you know, in comfort. Your your comfort is not going to come out of out of. I mean, your purpose is not going to come out of being, out of being comfortable. So when we all have a purpose in our lives. We all have a duty in our lives that God gave us to to do and 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 to um, put out there. But we have to get out of that comfort zone. Um, to be able to do those things. And once we do that, the doors will begin to open for us. Doors has opened for me once I begin to come out of my comfort zone. Like one of the things that I did that I've always wanted to do um, was I was a co-author for a book called Love Life Lessons Learned. So, and I put that out there, but I had to get out and network with other people or other women so that they know that that is something that, you know, I've been wanting to do. So you have to get out of your comfort zone. So I am learning how to do that even more by going to networking events um, with other people, with, well, women networking events so that I can meet other people who are doing the things that I want to do or they may know somebody who's doing the things that I want to do. So I am learning how to embrace the discomfort, um, you know, when it comes to that, when it comes to that. I, one day, and I'm just going to say it here, I am manifesting that I'm going to do a TED Talk. You're going to come back to this episode because I'm going to direct you to this episode when I do get up there on that stage and do a TED Talk. But I can't do that if I don't start to, take, to do the things that I'm doing right now, like recording podcasts, right, or putting myself out there. So learn how to embrace this comfort so you can open the doors up for, for opportunities. All right. Another thing that I'm doing is that um, I'm doing things that scares me. So in the book, um, Do It Scared by Ruth Sukoff, I believe that's how you say her last name. She writes, there are no mistakes, only lessons. I can attest to this. I did something um, that I've always wanted to do since I was a little kid. I always knew that I was going to do this and I did it and I failed at it. And it it was terrible. Um, Terrible in a sense of I felt bad. I felt embarrassed. I felt ashamed. I felt worthless. I felt all the feelings, okay? a long time and I still do feel some of those things not all of those things because I have learned on this journey that failure is not bad failure is can actually be a good thing and we should fail at something at least one time so that we can learn from the mistakes that we that we have made so that we don't go into the next thing making the same mistakes so failure is not a bad thing but people make it make you feel like it is so I'm learning that it's not a bad thing 
I have learned so many lessons from failing the way that I failed um, with this business. And um, I'm just learning that I I had to get back up. I took some time off when it happened. Um, I had to, you know, nurture my emotions and educate my emotions and figure out how to come back and that kind of stuff. I'm not quite there yet, but I am on that journey too, still figuring out the process, what really happened and that kind of stuff. But what I'm trying to say is that out of that, I know that I am not a failure. That failure is leading me to something much bigger than I can ever imagine, right? So I've actually found my purpose in that failure. And um, that's something that's something that I'll talk about later, but I actually found my purpose in that failure. So don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Mistakes are good. It's how you learn. You just don't keep making the same mistakes over and over again. But do something that scares you. That scared me. And I'm doing things that scares me now. So some of the other things that I'm doing is that I'm wearing lipstick. I'm not a makeup girl, but um, lipstick, when I put it on, I love the way it makes my face look and I love the way it makes me feel. I'm a woman. I'm very feminine and I'm very soft. And um, so I'm wearing lipstick. I'm walking um, a little bit more. So I'm walking um, <clears throat> in the morning. I Some mornings, not every morning. Um, what else am I doing? I'm getting up earlier. I'm meditating a little bit. Um, I'm eating, I'm making the healthier choices when it comes to eating. I'm drinking more water. Um, what else am I doing? I'm loving myself more. I'm talking to myself more in a positive way. Um, I am just, I'm doing things that is going to help with, you know, changing my life. I, I'm meeting with friends to have dinner or lunch or coffee. Um, I'm just putting myself out there a little bit more so that I could, you know, have the life that I want to live. So again, it's not easy, but it's so worth it. So if you have been asking a question, you know, or saying to yourself, or how do I change my life? or I want to change my life. Begin to make the changes now. Don't wait. Um, There are opportunities out there that's waiting for you, but you're not going to experience those opportunities unless you begin to take small steps that's going to change your life and that's going to lead you to those opportunities so that you can live the life that you want to live. So, Anyway, if this has helped you, please rate me. Um, even give me five stars or whatever you want to do. Um, you could, you know, email me, reach out to me some kind of way. I'm not really out there just yet, but I will be. That's the journey that I'm working on. Um, and you can share with other people if this has helped you. Um, so if you are manifesting the things that you want to see and create for yourself in your life, kudos to you. And I'll be coming back with another episode here in the next week. So go ahead and manifest that big thing, girl. Oh, boy.